So hello everyone, my name is Lee Nichols and I would like to welcome you all to another installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today we're gonna to be discussing the latest advancements in crude to chemicals technology, particularly in one technology developed by researchers at the Keen Abdullah University of Science and Technology in partnership with Saudi Ramco. Now joining us today for this very special discussion is Jorge Gascon, Professor of Chemical Engineering at the Keen Abdullah University of Science and Technology, as well as the Director of the University's Catalysis Center. Now, before we introduce Mr. Gascon, I'd like to remind you all that you can subscribe to the Main Column podcast by clicking on the subscribe button, which is located on the podcast website, or you can use your smartphone by saying, hey, Google, Alexa, or Siri, subscribe me to the Main Column podcast. So with that, we'd like to welcome in Jorge. Jorge, how are you doing today? I am doing very well, very excited to be here discussing with you our results. How are you, Lee? Yeah, so far, so good. And again, of course, we really want to thank you for giving us a couple minutes today. Um, now, before we get started, can you just give the listeners um, a little bit more about your work at the Cal's uh, Catalysis Center? Yes, of course. And uh, please, uh, thank you. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure to, to talk about our work. So I happen to be a university professor that uh, basically has the luxury of dedicating most of his time to research-related activities. And one of the most rewarding of these activities is to be director of the Catalysis Center. And at the center, we are home to something like 15 independent professor-led research groups. And that makes in total more than 250 researchers working under the same roof on a highly collaborative setup. We are part of a young university, which is very ambitious. We have world-class personnel and facilities. And within our center, we are basically to become the place for the most challenging catalysis-related research. At the same time, an engine for the economy of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and uh, obviously a driver for a sustainable future. Now in my role as director, as director, I am expected to work with the center employees and professors and to make sure that we deliver on our promises. Excellent, perfect. So let's go ahead and jump right into to what we wanted to talk about today. And of course that's crude chemicals technology. There's been a lot of buzz around this over the past um, few years. And so I was wondering if you can kind of dive a little bit more into your partnership with uh, Saudi Ramco to develop this new C2C technology. So I'm yes, kind of, of curious course. with it. Uh, yeah, if you can just kind of go into the background, of course, one, how this partnership came about and, and, and what y'all are working on. So this is something that was born quite a number of years ago. And what you have seen in this article is the result of really a, a very long-term partnership between Kaust and Aramco. Uh, in short, we were asked to reimagine crude oil conversion chemistry, right? So I think that we all agree that uh, going forward, it is clear that the demand for gasoline and other fuels derived uh, from oil is going first to peak and then to decline. However, in our opinion, this does not mean that oil will become useless. So on the contrary, I personally believe, and I have believed so for many years, that oil is a treasure that we should valorize responsibly and on an environmentally conscious manner. So we have in our hands an excellent feedstock for the manufacture of materials that we use in our everyday life. And I believe that the challenge now for oil producing countries and oil refiners is to develop new processes that maximize the production of materials precursors, so of petrochemicals, 
and to do that at the expense of products that are going to be less and less demanded, such as fuels. If we manage to do so in an energy efficient and environmentally friendly way, I strongly believe that this will be a win for our society. So this is what, what this collaboration uh, is and has been about. Excellent, excellent. So, of course, a lot of our listeners are going to be very interested in hearing about this process, which is, as, as I believe, after reading the material, it's a one-step process that transforms crude directly to chemicals. So can you provide our listeners an overview of this technology and, and, and how this one-step process is possible? So as you know, uh, oil is an extremely complex mixtures of, mixture of hydrocarbons, right? And, and when I say complex, I really mean it. Oil contains thousands of compounds with boiling points between a few tens and 700 degrees Celsius, right? So that's the main reason why in traditional refineries, and this is coming back to the end of the 19th century, uh, basically the first step to valorize oil has been the fractioning of oil in different cuts with relatively similar properties. And obviously it's one of these cuts was treated separately to maximize the production of, of uh, given products, right? It did make a lot of sense because the main focus of refiners was on the production of relatively large hydrocarbons used as fuels, be it gasoline, diesel, or kerosene. Now, with all the background information that, that uh, I think is in the back of uh, all our minds, we are really facing a paradigm shift in refining because what we want to do is to maximize this, the production of far smaller products, far shorter hydrocarbons. And ethylene and propylene are obviously two prime examples of that, right? So we are going from products with more than eight, nine carbons to products to moving our interest into products with two, three carbons. Right, so in order to do so, there are two main lines of thinking here. One of them is continue business as usual and slightly tweak the current refinery operations to maximize cracking and continue fractionating and crack every single unit separately. The other option is to actually come up with simpler schemes. Since we are interested in relatively less products with much shorter chain lengths, why not go into processes in which we can directly crack the whole oil in, in a one single process? And so that was our bet some years ago. And to be successful, we had to come up with a different reactor concept. And the main motivation here was to allow for a better control of residence time for reactants, in this case, oil and intermediate products. And in doing so, we had to come up with ways to do in situ catalyst reconditioning to avoid very fast deactivation, and obviously to develop new catalyst formulations that were designed on purpose for this specific new reactor concept. And so the result is a process that uh, as, as can, be, can be read in the publication, consists of a one single reactor unit with different zones. In each one of these zones, we can perform a different operation without the catalyst having to go out of the reactor. And what we managed to do there is to be able to process untreated Arabian light, which is the most abundant uh, crude in the, in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and to deliver yields per pass close to a 35% to those small products that I was talking about before, to ethylene, propylene, and butins. Perfect. So, of course, the next question then is, can you just kind of go into more of the benefits of this technology? 
well, I believe, and, and when I say I believe, I mean it, our process offers several benefits over, over traditional refinery technology. I think that the most obvious one is that here we have shown that in one single step, we can transform almost half of the barrel into petrochemicals. And when you compare that split of the barrel with traditional refineries, where the amount of petrochemicals is approximately a 10% of the cut of the barrel, you, you easily realize that we have here a factor of five increase in the production of products whose demand is actually expected to grow in the years to come. And that at the same time have a higher added value than products with demand, which is expected to peak and eventually decrease and with a lower profitability. And so that will be the, the obvious first benefit. The second, which is also, I think, a very important one, is that we are able to achieve this by a process that requires less energy intensive steps and virtually no additional hydrogen. As a result of that, we can process oil on a far more environmentally friendly manner. Finally, we are creating new IP and this potentially may result in a larger number of specialized jobs, especially in the region. Right? This is, these are the benefits that I believe we will profit once the technology is commercialized. Having said this, I want to stress that we are still in an early development stage, right? We are very excited and willing to demonstrate that this technology is a winner, but this is something that is going to take a few years. And I'm glad you mentioned that uh, because it's a perfect segue into my next question is, what are the next steps to implement this, this new C2C technology? Okay, so I think that I will not say anything controversial if I say that uh, petrochemical industry is a very slow moving beast, right? So it has certainly nothing to do with, for instance, uh, software developing companies. Now, this actually makes a lot of sense because we have to consider the investment requires, required to build a new refinery or just a new process in a, in a given refinery. Right? So we are talking about multi-billion investments that need to be well motivated and as much the risk as possible. I will say that now we are in the, the risking phase of this technology. So we have demonstrated it at the latter scale. And as we speak, we are commissioning a mini plant that is intended to better understand the process. By mini plant, I mean that we will be working at the scale of 10 liters of crude oil per day. The main purpose of this work that we are starting at this moment is to quantify energy consumption, to demonstrate the technology at a larger scale. And uh, I believe that during the next couple of years, we are going to have a lot of fun with this, with this new toy. We will be able to further improve the catalyst and we will be able to learn, which is the, the most important part of this whole process. And after that, we hope that our industrial partners should have all the required information to decide if this is something worth to pursue and keep learning by building a proper scale pilot plan. Right? I, I always say the same when I am asked, uh, we will need certain planets to align and, and we certainly need to continue having these results. And then perhaps somewhere in the future, you know, we will invite you to the inauguration of the first industrial scale plant based on this technology. Now, having said this, what I think that we can be sure about, and, and this is something we already feel very proud at, at Kaust and, and, and at Aranco with this partnership, is that in one way or another, everything that we are learning and that we will learn in the, in the near future will find its way one way or another into industrial application. And, and that, that's basically the beauty of research. Perfect. Well, 
All right, we can't thank you enough for giving us a couple minutes to talk about this technology. And we, we definitely love to have you back on in the near future, especially whenever you have updates to this technology. We'd love to see how this progresses over the, over the future. So we definitely want to have you back on in the future. <laughs> thank you very much, Dave. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. And we want to thank, of course, all of you for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.